is up, friends? This is Ashley with Daily Encouragement. I cannot believe how late it is in the day. I'm like, what was I doing this morning? Oh, my goose, miss. I guess I'm a little distracted. Oh, Lord, help me. Uh, I hope you guys are doing good. I hope you guys are having a good month. I know it's been a long month, but uh, you know what? I hope you guys are going to come out of this thing stronger than you ever were, especially in Christ. You guys, I'm telling you, I've been listening to some things you know, for the last month that have really been feeding my soul. And, uh, you know, dude was talking about how you are going to spend a lot more time in heaven than you are on this earth, right? And I'm like, dang, Lord, I better get more convinced about where I'm going to be living a majority of my life. You guys, what, what a gift to be able to be a Christian on this earth and live from heaven. You get, you get what I mean? Have a kingdom mindset, a heavenly mindset. You know, when, when Jesus told us to pray, you know, pray, Father, you know, give us this day our daily bread, you know, uh, let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. And I'm like, you know what, God, give us the discernment to know what your will is in heaven, that we could live it here on the earth, right? So I hope you guys are growing in your confidence and your mindset, um, allowing God to reveal himself to you in ways that you never even anticipated that you're using the current struggles of the world to, uh, you know, allow God to heal you, to strengthen you, to encourage you. You know, we all need courage, you guys. Um, that's why the enemy always, always the enemy's always going to attack your courage straight up. So, you know, we need God to give us courage, grace, love, mercy, you know, perspective, so we can move forward in the call that God has on our life. So, you guys, by the time you hear this episode, it will be May 5th. We are going to continue to talk about, you know, qualities and relationships, you know, the seven qualities, principles, whatever, however you want to look at it, to have really, really strong foundation. Yesterday, we talked about needing God's unconditional acceptance, unconditional love, His grace. That has to be the foundation that you build these uh, these principles on. The first uh, principle we talked about was love and, uh, you know, how that goes into play. And I shared with you guys how important it is to understand the love of God first in your life in order to be able to, uh, you know, live the way that He t- tells us to live. You know, Jesus, what are the two greatest commands, y'all? love your neighbor as what is it what's the first one even before that because a lot of, you, y'all I used to try to love my neighbor as myself before emphasizing the love of God and I found myself burned down stressed so okay if you are trying to love your neighbor as yourself right loving your neighbor is becoming a burden to you uh go back to the first one which is love God with all your heart soul mind and strength and if you're not loving God then allow that to be an opportunity for you to receive his love because you cannot love until you have received the love of God Right. And so, you know, we don't want to be those Christians that claim we know God, but don't know the love of God because we never received it. You guys, and I never understood this. I always thought the love of God, the grace of God was supposed to be one of those things that you just kind of like a one time thing. You know, you received it one time. So then after you receive the love, after you receive the forgiveness of God, right? Because that's always the big deal, right? Repent, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Right. I mean, that's how we live as Christians. But, you know, we do everything. You guys, I did everything on my own strength. You know, I really did. And I didn't think I was because in my heart, I really wanted to trust the Lord. However, I did not realize how much I was really just trying to show God that I wanted to love him and obey him. You know what I mean? That's a different mindset. Um, You guys, I've been growing out of that for the last six years. You know, God's been taking me on this wilderness journey. And, uh, you know, getting ready to get out of it, going into the next transition. And I really hope to continue to share this journey with you guys, because I want you guys to hopefully understand your life from that paradigm, you know, that God will deliver you from Egypt, 
He will bring you through the wilderness to help you understand who he is in the context of your heart, your reality, that, you know, you don't need the system that was in place, you know, that God is sufficient enough for you. He will sustain you even in the desert. He will provide you with food um, physically and as far as, you know, in your heart, spiritually, you know, the revelation of God, knowing who he is, that he is with you, that he will provide for you, that he will protect you right? When God takes you that time of testing, like he did with the Israelites. So they would see what was in their heart, whether they were going to serve him or not. You guys ever go through those tests? You know, you're kind of like feeling it. You're like, oh man, Lord, I don't know if I can do this. And that's when you need to be fed by God, right? Um, you know what? Lord, the Lord has not given us a, a spirit of fear. He's not given us a burden in that way. So, you know, if you're feeling that you just need to be fed, not so much uh, physically, right? But within our hearts, when, you know, we need that, that revelation from God, we need to know who he is and, and what, what he has for us, the mission he has for us, the love of God, those things, you guys, those have to be revealed in the context of your life. And I shared this on another podcast, I think it was last week, basically realizing that, you know, you don't just die to yourself and try to live for God. You actually give back your life to God in the way of, Lord, I need your grace in my life. I need your grace in my relationships. I need your grace in my health, Lord, in my finances, in my ability to give back to society, you know? Um, in my career and aspirations, you know, um, in my mental, emotional health, God, like you give your life literally back to him and you ask him for what you need. That's the beauty of, of being a kingdom citizen is, uh, you know, you have access to everything that God has created. He says everything that he has is yours. That's what he told the son. That was all kind of, you know, frustrated, like, man, man, father, I've been with you the whole time. And here this, you know, dude comes back and he's been acting a fool and you're going to, you know, give him a party and a celebration. He's like, son, everything I have is yours. What a me, what an amazing place to live from, right? To live in that revelation. So if, do you have that revelation that everything God has is yours? I want you guys to think about that, man. It's, it's really powerful. That's where I'm headed. I'm like, Lord, give me the revelation. All right. I need to know who I am in relationship with you. Um, not living, you know, living the way I always have in this, you know, in the way of like, okay, I'm going to trust you, Lord, and whatever happens, happens, and that's fine. And, you know, it, I can accept that life's going to be difficult at times. You know, I can accept going through the wilderness, and it's not always going to be easy, and, you know, this or that. Like, you know, there's a testing that God puts you through that, you know, shows you that He will sustain you in any season, even in your, even when your life looks like it's a desert. Like, for real, y'all. Like, come on. Y'all ever go through that? Um, so anyway, friends, I just, I hope to encourage you guys with my life. I hope I can give you guys some, some words of life through this podcast really, really quick. Before we get into these pillars, I want to share one more thing with you. But before I do, I better pray because Lord knows it's already been seven minutes and I'm like, dang God, all I do is talk. <laughs> all right, you guys, let's pray. And then uh, I'm going to share a couple more thoughts with you. And then let's jump into the rest of this podcast. Let's talk about the principles that we need to have super amazing, solid, fantastic relationships. Okay. So Lord, Lord, Lord. God, I thank you for the work that you're doing in our hearts right now. You know what, God? It's it's a beautiful time to be alive. We're going to spend more, so much more time with you than what we realize, Lord. And, uh, you know, God, I just pray that we will live in the reality that you are inside of us. We want to be convinced, Lord, just like Jesus was. He was like, I got my testimony and the testimony of my Father, His Spirit being in me. Lord, we have the testimony of you, of our lives. And then your testimonies and us because your Holy Spirit is. Let us be so confident to live that way, Lord. And we know that the Pharisees and, you know, some people of this world may not like that, right? There's a certain confidence that comes when we know where we've been and where we're going. But Lord, we need to be those people because this world is passing away. And God, we want your life that's in us to be radiated through. We want your glory to shine through us, God. 
We don't know how much time we have. I don't want to waste my time. I don't think my brothers and sisters on here want to waste their time, Lord, in this way. We want to have the fruit of the Spirit in us, God. Man, you are a good God. And uh, Lord, we want to know that and we want to share that with people, Lord. So I just pray that you will take us to the next level. Yes, we've repented, Lord. You know, we don't want to sin against you anymore, Lord. That's ridiculous, God. We can't, our hearts can't handle that, Lord. We, You can't handle it. Our hearts can't handle it. We want to move to the next season, God. You know, the good news that you've given to us, the, the impact that the repentance and the healing and the receiving of your grace is supposed to happen like it did on the disciples, Lord. They were doing all kinds of stuff. Man, 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 we want to be those people, Lord. We want to be the ones who know you and the reality of you, God. So we love you, Lord. We thank you for this day. I pray you bless my brothers and sisters with strength, peace, abundance, God, um, healing, grace, whatever they need. Whatever they need, I pray they will ask you for it. Straight up, Lord, Lord I teach my brothers and sisters to be vulnerable again. You know, ask you for what they need. Be like children in that way. Hey, I need this. I need that. <laughs> Unashamed. Let us approach you that way. You are a just judge. You will be there for us, Lord. But let us be there. Lord, let's approach you with faith and confidence, God. So we love you, Lord. Build us up in our hearts, God. And we just pray all these things in Jesus' name. So really, really quick, y'all. So I got up this morning and uh, I got my alarm clock radio. It's I have an alarm, like a radio. Not like the buzzer annoying thing. I hate that. But uh, I have a ra uh, like a radio station. And uh, it's set to this... Um, it's like a Christian, uh, right? I don't know. I don't even know the radio station, you guys. They'll they'll play some like super old school hymns, which I don't, I don't. They're not bad, but it's just not my genre. However, you know, um, there's some there's some guy that you know he'll be on there preaching in the morning, and I get up at four o'clock in the morning, so it's always pretty cool to hear the word of God that early, start my day off that way. And um, he, I can't even remember what he was saying, and and then something sparked in my mind, and I was thinking about that, and I, I went and wrote it down, and. And I was trying to find the scripture. And as I was trying to look for this scripture that popped into my mind, um, I started reading all these other scriptures as I was looking for it. And man, I was things were just hitting me like crazy this morning. And uh, so something really stuck out to me in Mark 3, you guys. Mark 3 verses 4 through 6. And um, I'm going to read it to you. And I just got to share something with you guys because I was just kind of like, duh. The, it was mind-blowing, but it was like a duh moment. You know, so it, here's, here's what it was. Then Jesus asked them, which is lawful on the Sabbath? to do good or to do evil, to save life or to kill. But they remained silent. He looked around at them in anger and deeply distressed at their stubborn hearts, said to the man, stretch out your hand. He stretched out his hand and his, he stretched it out and his hand was completely restored. Then the Pharisees went out and began to plot with the Herodians how they might kill Jesus. And I was like, wow. You know, I was looking, I noticed in another translation, I think it, I thought it was in Mark, but it used the word Jesus was indignant. And I, I noticed that they, that in other uh, times, they talked about that with the disciples. And I was like, well, what was the difference between Jesus being indignant and the disciples being, or not the disciples, the Pharisees being indignant, right? The Pharisees were indignant to God's people, to, to people that were sinners being healed. And God was indignant to the fact that they didn't want to heal the people that needed it. What a difference, right? What a different paradigm. You know, I, you guys, I went through a season where I just demanded the, the, the wrath of God. You know, um, I, you know, you just, you felt safe living in, you know, the wrath and the judgment of God, right? Because then you, you had this false impression that, well, if you just live this way and you do these things, you know, because, okay, you come to know God, um, you know, he means what he says, you know, all these kinds of things. And so you want to, you keep, you, you think you're going to keep yourself in line, right? You're going to be obedient and you're just going to obey God, right? And that's, don't twist it around, you guys. Don't twist it in your mind. Just hear my heart for a second. 
So, you, you, you know, you read these things about God, you read the Old Testament, and you're like, dang, you know what, Lord, I ain't, I ain't going to be like that. You know, I'm going to do what you say. I'm going to be obedient. I'm going to follow your laws. I'm going to do my best to obey you. You know, um, whatever you want, I'm going to do it, Lord, you know, because you, you want the kindness of God, but you don't really want and you don't want the wrath of God. But, you know, you're like, well, I can't really expect the kindness of God because I know who I am. I know I'm a sinner. Um, I know I, I know I've done bad things. So I, I, you know, whatever I get is what I get. You know, I'm happy with whatever, Lord. I'm just I'm just cool that, you know, you're with me and this, this and that. But I realized God wants so much more for us than what we ask of him. Right. God literally wanted to heal people and he would get mad and upset that the people who had the authority to do that, you know, and and knew the knowledge that God could heal, they just didn't want to do it, right? It's like, you know, if you're a sinner, you're a sinner and you should be punished. Straight up, repent. Stop being, stop being a bad person. <laughs> stop being a bad boy or a bad girl, <laughs> right? You know what I mean? And so just realizing that God is very interested in healing us. God was upset that, you know, people were being denied of what they needed so bad, right? I mean, come on, people, people were struggling. Um, and you know, there was people that were sitting up in the church for years and bondage, you know, to these, these demons. I was like, wow, holy moly, 18 years, people were being oppressed, you know, by, by, uh, wickedness, you know, and, uh, you know, God just wanting to set people free. So I, I just have a question for you guys, you know, do you really want the goodness of God? Are you opposed to the goodness of God because you don't think you deserve it or you know yourself and you're so humble and, you know, you just know that, you know, you're just grateful to be saved. And, and you guys, I know it sounds kind of sarcastic-y and all that, and I'm not trying to be that way. I'm just like, you know what? I wonder if there's another side of the equation that, that the Lord wants to show us that we have been withholding from ourselves for such a long time. You know what I mean? It's like, okay, repent. Okay, it's like, okay, I've done that. Now what? Right? I mean, how many people have gone through that? Okay, I repented. Now what? You know, Jesus said, repent and believe the good news. I'm like, wow, there's so much more to this good news thing than what we're understanding, you guys. Look at the effects that Jesus had upon his disciples. Right? They repented. They heard the good news. And what was the result? What did the disciples do? Oh my gosh, they did amazing things. Right, things that us humans on this planet were like, nah, man, that was just for when Jesus was around. That's not for like after he left. You know, we gotta like be dead to see that kind of stuff. He's like, you know what? I already said that you will do greater things than I did, than I was here, and we should be because why? What does every single believer have in their heart that God gave them? Oh, come on, y'all. Yes, the Holy Spirit, right? If you have the Holy Spirit, and I got the Holy Spirit. We got the mind of God in us. That is amazing. Jesus was here at the one point, but he was just one man literally walking around, influencing his sphere of influence as much as he could. But he was human, right? He had to walk around literally. How much more? Excuse me, you guys. Now that Jesus has come, he died. He sent a spirit. And when you come to Christ, he baptizes you with the Holy Spirit, <laughs> right? Fire and water, baby. God's coming for you. And there should be a certain level of authority. Uh, there should be a level of healing. There should be a level of power that is demonstrated from your life. And, you know, there was another scripture that um, I don't have my notebook with me, you guys. But Jesus said, you know, you are you an heir? You don't know the scriptures or the power of God. I was like, dang, 
You better, there should be some power flowing from your life because you know the scriptures, right? We don't want to just know the scriptures and have no power. What the heck's the point of that, right? Not like the power, like the disciples were, you know, were waiting like, hey, Lord, you want us to call fire down from heaven? Like, you know, they're just like ready to get into it, you know, ready to bring judgment. <laughs> no, are you ready to bring the love and grace and mercy of God, right? Because you know it, because you know it. Not to demonstrate because, oh, I, I have this authority and you have an empty heart, right? Think about the people who thought they could literally buy God's power, right? But they didn't think they needed it within themselves. No, 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 no. When you really know God in you because you have received from him what he came to give you, right? You're humble. You know what you need and you received it. You're like, yeah, I need that. Okay, Lord, cool. I'll accept that, right? When you accept what you need from God, there is a thing that happens. It's just natural reoccurrence, okay? There's going to be power flowing from your life. And you don't have to even, you don't even have to do anything, right? It's just, that is what happens. That is what happens as a result of you accepting, it's like bearing fruit that, you know, of course there's certain things that have to be in place with the farmer, right? He's got to water it, this and that, but God makes everything grow, you know? So there's this partnership we have with God, you know, we receive what we needed and the soil of our hearts, you know, we received God's mercy and grace that prepared the soil. God's word came into it. We meditated on it. We asked him, how Lord, how do I integrate this? We did all these things and, uh, you know, God makes those things grow within us, but that really didn't require a lot of work on our part, except for just taking responsibility for what we needed from him and asking for what we needed. And then, you know, taking the steps, you know what I mean? And everything has a context, right? You literally give your life back to God. So anyway, you guys, I better jump onto this next thing. Um, I just want to share that with you. I hope it encouraged you guys. Um, you, do you guys want to share the goodness of God? Do you? Do we want to be like the Pharisees and get mad when people get healed and get blessed? <laughs> Y'all, are you all getting mad because God is blessing people? For real? Are you really getting mad because God's going to bless his people? Oh, man, don't be mad about that. Just get in the blessing. Get under the grace of God. It's a natural thing. And that's why I share this stuff with you guys because I never understood it. But uh, now I'm understanding it in ways beyond I, comprehension. And uh, I'm hoping you guys are catching it, man. I'm really trying to pour it out on this podcast. So anyway, let's jump into these things. Yesterday we talked about love. Today we're talking about honor. Okay. Honor is another pillar that needs to be in place. And I looked up honor, you know, to understand it. Cause a lot of times you guys ever hear a word in society and you just, okay, that makes sense. And you apply it, but then you read, you read things and you're like, that really, that context really don't work. Anyway, you guys, it basically, it means to recognize uh, a person's worth. So do you guys recognize the worth of another human being? Do you guys actually literally see people made, made in the image of God? You know, um, I think it's really important that we get back to that. And, you know, really quick, you guys, I won't take too long on this, but I was thinking about this this morning and it was on my heart and I was like, you know what? I hope that after we have this crisis that we as a nation, um, I'm going to say as the world, because, you know, I know there's a lot of people that listen to this podcast in other countries. Um, you know, I hope everybody around the world learns because this is a human thing, right? Every single human being, no matter where you live, United States, all, you know, all across the world, you're a human. We're all made in the image of God whether we speak the same language or not, right? You you know, same accent, different, whatever. It don't matter. Um, you are a human being made in the image of God. And that needs to be appreciated and understood by other people, right? And I think a lot of times us as humans have been living by blame and judgment, you know, presumptuous. We assume things about people. Are we understanding 
people at the end of the day. You know, and that's the thing. We can see the fruit of somebody's life and it can be bad fruit. I'm, you know what I mean? Come on. There's obvious things out there, you guys, you know. But Jesus said, you'll, you'll know a tree by its, by its fruit. You can't, pe- you can't pick thorns from thistles. You know, there's a difference between somebody who just doesn't want to be approached, who has bad fruit but doesn't want to change, who's resistant, who's like, get away from me. He's full of pride and envy. And there's a difference between somebody who's just like, you know what? Dude, I know my life is not where I want it to be, but what what has to happen here, right? Like they're humble, right? And so it's it's really important that we just try to understand people and where they're coming from as to why they have certain results in their life at times. I told you guys, and, and there was times in my life I didn't realize that I wasn't living by my own values. You know what I mean? Um, my, action, my, my actions, my behaviors were not always reflecting who I really was because I was always trying to be somebody that I wasn't. You know, there's a lot of people out there that are doing that too. So Lord have mercy. If you guys get anything out of this crisis, please let it be the fact that you learn to understand people more. Just ask a question. Stop being so presumptuous and judgmental and blaming. That's immature. You know, come on, man. You know, my nation over here in the United States, Lord, Lord, Lord knows we've been so divided for God knows how long. It's so exhausting. You know, everything's divided. The body of Christ is divided. The nation's divided. Everybody's divided. You know? And I think there's just things that need to get back in place, like these pillars, right? Love and honor. Being able to to recognize another person's another person's worth as a human being, okay? So let's go ahead and let's move on here. Let's talk about respect, right? You know, um, re- respect. You're not going to intrude upon another person because you have concern for them. Again, do you, do you respect that another person is made in the image of God, that God created man and woman to rule and subdue, period, a man and a woman. That's it. That's all you need is two people, right? Adam was created. The woman was created and they were independent within themselves. They each had their own function, right? The woman was helping the man, right? They worked together. You know, she had her worth. He had his, she had her function. He had his function. Their function were different, but they, and they complimented each other and they were able to get more done. We need to start seeing each other as that way. You all have worth, right? How do you learn how we, and we got to learn to compliment and, uh, you know, how does the body of Christ get that back first? Like, what can we really give the world if the body that God designed to reflect that is broke is not broken, but it's sick, right? It's sick. It's cancerous. It's harmful. It's it's going against itself. Isn't that what happens in the in the human body when it starts attacking itself? Right, that's what cancer is. It starts to attack its own cells. Do we not have that in the church? Right. Again, people, you know, being all like, you know, upset about people in the church. Oh, you know, uh, condemning people. Um, you know, especially if God is blessing somebody again. We already mentioned that. Or if somebody's struggling, right? And no matter which side you're on, God could be blessing you and you could be doing well, and they'll accuse you of the prosperity gospel. You could be stuck you, because, you know, you don't know what to do. No one's ever taught you these things, but you're humble and you, you want to get some tools and some things. And they look at you and just say, yeah, whatever. You know, what? you, you really don't know. You're, you're just stuck, right? You just, let's stone you like the Pharisees did. Let's just stone the sinners. Let's just stone the people that are struggling. Even though they were so hungry and desperate, they're like, hey, what do I need to do? Like, oh, I need to make a sacrifice. Sure, I'll make a sacrifice or, you know, what, you know what I'm saying? They were willing to do whatever needed to be done. They, they were very approachable people. They knew what they needed from God. You know, they weren't ashamed. When God would sit there, when Jesus would sit there and he'd be talking about, you know, uh, the, the, he goes, uh, when, they, the, when the Pharisees were upset that, you know, they didn't wash their hands. And Jesus said, you know, I didn't come for the, the ones who need a doctor. I came for the sick. 
did you ever hear any sinners sit there and be like, oh, uh, that's not me? Did you ever hear another sinner deny what they needed from God? They were like, I don't even care, man. I'm good now. You know what I mean? They didn't identify with what they needed. Like, it wasn't their identity. It was like, I need what I need so I can be who I really am. There's a difference, you guys. All right, let me move on here. Self-control. So we need love, honor, respect. Let's talk about self-control. You know, just asking yourself the question, how do you engage with other people? Do you respond? Do you react? You know, responding is you choosing how, you know, you're going to uh, be behave as a person, how you're going to carry yourself, regardless if this person is freaking out on you or reacting to you. You know, um, people who assume and bring judgment and are very presumptuous, they, they are typically people who react. They don't ask questions. They, they just go by what they see. Very surface thinking. They see you do one thing or say one thing. They put two and two together. They don't ask questions. They don't establish intentions. They don't do anything, right? They're just, it's like, it's like, you know, watching the media, you know, you don't, you don't under, you don't really know what's happening because they're only choosing to show you what they want to show you, right? So you can make judgments based upon the surface, right? So, you know, self-control, asking yourself, are you in control of yourself? Do you know your motives and your intentions? Do you know what you want in your life? Do you know how you, how you're going to get that? Do you have boundaries established? Do you understand why you need boundaries, you guys? And I'm, we're going to get back into all of that once the, po- the life coaching series is done. I've already done some podcasts in the very beginning of this thing back in October, November, December, um, talking to you guys about boundaries, maturity, bonding, integrating God's grace. So you guys got some content even now. If boundaries is a struggle that you have, you guys go back to the beginning. But, you know, are you learning to control yourself, right? Are you taking full responsibility for you, for your life, for your fruit, good or bad? Are you asking for God's grace? Are you getting equipped? Are you accepting what you need? Are you going through a process? Like, you know what I mean? Like, are you taking control of your life in this way? All right. Um, are you just emotionally reacting to everyone and everything? Woe is me. Victim mentality. Blaming. Condem- condemning. Shaming. You know, it's everyone else's fault except for mine. Whatever. All right. So do you have self-control? Uh, responsibility. Okay. That's another pillar is being able to be responsible. Um you guys, and, and that's just, again, we just already kind of covered that, you know, uh, your, your ability to, uh, take full responsibility for your life, to communicate what you want, what you don't want. Um, a lot of, like I said before, a lot of people talk about what they don't want, but do you know what you want in your life? Uh, do you know who you want to be? Do you know what you need? Um, are you asking yourself these questions? When you do that, you're taking responsibility. Um, are you taking responsibility in your relationships with people, right? How you're behaving, you know, and, and that type of thing. Um, are you fighting for connection or, uh, you know, conscious, unconsciously choosing disconnection? If you're not going to fight for the connections you have, you are choosing disconnections, even though you don't realize it. All right. So it's really important to, uh, have responsibility in these relationships. All right. To be responsible, to know what you want, what you don't want to communicate that, to take responsibility for the results in your life and to ask God to give you what you need to, to get a better result if, in fact, you're struggling. Okay, truth. Let's talk about truth. Everything needs truth, right? I love truth. That's my favorite. That's one of my values, y'all. All right, truth. Okay. Um, so how can I say this? Can you be honest, right, with a person and why the problems exist? You know? Um, what part are you playing in the process of getting or not getting the results that you want in your life? Um, you know, again, taking responsibility for things, um, for what is true, establishing truth in the context of your life, being able to look at your life and the results of it. You know, and I, I see people make these little snarky comments all the time about people. Oh, is it your truth or God's truth? It's both, baby. 
It's you acknowledging your truth in your life as far as where you're at. Because here's the deal. You can't accept the truth of God until you know what you need from him. The truth is you need God's grace, right? So your life might be in shambles or you or whatever. You need something from God, whether your circumstances look like it or not. You know, and that's the thing. A lot of people build castles on the sand, right? Their life doesn't appear to look like they need the grace of God, but a lot of people live with a front, right? They got a mask on. You need the grace of God as much as anybody else does. So, you know, are you establishing the truth of what you need in the context of your life? You've got to be able to figure out what you need from God in your life and giving that back to him and asking him, Lord, give me some, give me some wisdom. Give me some truth. Give me something. Right. Uh, you guys, I'm going to stop right there. We've got two more. We're going to talk about tomorrow, but I realized we've already got a couple minutes, so we'll get in that tomorrow. Um, and then we're going to be discussing, let me see really quick. You guys, I've got all this written out ahead of time. Um, we're going to be getting into uh, trust in relationships. So we'll talk about the last two pillars. Then we'll talk about trust in relationships, you guys. So anyway, that is it for the day. Um, I didn't want to get into the last two because you know me. I'll just, I'd like to expound upon things um, just because I want you guys to get this in you. I want you guys to, to have, I want you guys to experience everything God has for you. And um, that's the journey I'm on, you guys. So I'm trying to articulate through my words. It says faith comes through hearing. So I'm trying to let you guys hear my words. Get some faith inside of you. Get some encouragement. Get some authority. Get some power. Get some grace. Get some whatever you need from this podcast and go out and do the things that God has called you to do because we are here for such a time as this. So anyway, my friends, I hope you have a wonderful rest of the day. Thank you guys for listening. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. Thank you. Thank you guys. I've noticed the subscribers is going up. Uh, the downloads are going up. Uh, that's amazing. You guys, if you can, if you want to, if you feel led to whatever, share it with your friends, share it on your social media. You guys, I want to get this podcast out there because I really believe that the things we're talking about here can really influence the world for good, for God's grace. And that's what we need in this world. So anyway, you guys, I love you so much. Thank you for your time. And I will see you tomorrow.